What's up, citizens? Welcome to C-Square Podcast, where we talk with everyday people about faith and work. My name is John, and if this is your first time tuning in, uh, please do not hesitate to take a, a very quick moment to subscribe to the channel, like the video, click the bell, and uh, as you're listening, don't hesitate to leave any comments below and keep the conversation going. Also, if you would like to help this community uh, grow, uh, please continue joining our sub subscribe star for only $5 a month. Doing so gains you access to our private Discord where you can go in depth, uh, talking theology and culture, swapping memes, and giving your inputs on future contents. Today, I'm joined by my wife, Emily, hey. who is off screen. That's why you can't see her. And she is officially the most repeated guest on the podcast as she has uh, passed up uh, Micah's friend, Mark. How's it going? It's going pretty well. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, what's what's new? Not much. Not much. Um, yeah, I kind of have a very slow, boring life at the moment. Lots of work. But if I had something exciting to share, I'm learning how to can things. Ooh. Learning canning? Learning canning. Not firing people? No, no, I'm not canning people. Not canning people? That but, but, would be gross. But canning things? Yes. <laughs> That's staying in. That is staying in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there is a quote that's um, been referenced in a few of our episodes. Uh, it's been, a, it's, I guess it's been a favorite for some of us. Um, it's from our friend, uh, Vody Bakum. Do you have it? Yeah, I've got it. You want me to read it? Uh, yeah, go ahead. So the quote that's been coming up is, the modern church is producing passionate people filled with empty heads who love the Jesus they don't know very well. We even did a a post about this a while back, kind of quoting it differently on the Oh, that's right. We did page. that, getting people's thoughts and opinions. Do you have any immediate thoughts about it? Some of my first thoughts about it uh, tend to lean more towards like the failure of the church's uh, the failure of the church to disciple people um or those within the church because we seem to have this mentality of evangelism being meeting someone going hey have you heard about Jesus and then just leaving them there what like once the holy spirit has moved then we go oh, our job's done and we move on and we don't actually disciple and i think that definitely feeds into the whole empty-headed Christians part of this quote. No, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think that's legit. Because um, I know that, uh, I think uh, the quote is, um, I think Vody's heart in that quote is reference is in reference to uh, younger people uh, in the church. Um, and so um, if people are excited or passionate uh, about a Jesus, or about Jesus or God, and they don't know anything about him. Um, I mean, that clearly, I think, imp implies that uh, people are are not being taught scriptures, and they're not being, uh, which means they're not being taught theology. They're not being taught about who God is, um, which ultimately, I think, is um, a jab at the the state of the the local church and a trend uh, that we see that we see. 
uh, building up and, and growing. Um, and so, um, like for, for example, with that in mind, I think when, when you see a lot of people who are Christians and whenever theology comes up and who God is and who Christ is comes up and uh, they get really, really quiet and awkward as opposed to if something cultural comes up or something political comes up, that same person is on fire all of a sudden. They're passionate. They're excited. They can't stop talking. But when it comes to Jesus, all of a sudden it's crickets. It almost feels like they're more knowledgeable about the political thing than they are about Christ. Is that where you're going with that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The political thing, the cultural thing, um, like it can be political, uh, but it could also be like something else in culture, like uh, movies, video games, uh, musicians and, and that kind of stuff. And so like, ultimately what you're passionate about is what you're going to talk about or what you know about you're going to, to talk about. And so when all of a sudden, when it comes to, to God, it's all crickets. Well, there's a reason for that. Even if you're at church on Sunday uh, all the time, you go to church events and, and that kind of stuff. Like ultimately something, there's a disconnect uh, going on there. Uh, yeah. It's very easy to have the how's the weather conversation and avoid the, the Jesus yeah. that we're all there for. Yeah. Do you have any additional thoughts? I mean, how do we go about remedying that without going too deep into it? But like, what are some of the things that kind of fix that discipleship problem? Bourbon. Yeah. Bourbon and uh, homemade candy yes. cherries. That were, were they canned? <laughs> uh, no, they weren't canned. They weren't in a They're can? steeped in sugar. Hmm. Yeah. But you, what are we asking? How do we, uh, how do we fix that? Yeah. So how do we go about this? So if people, if, if, if what you're saying is that people need to, to be taught and discipled, like, what does that look like without going through the whole discipleship model? I mean, well, I mean, there's, there's no like one way, uh, to disciple. And so like discipling people, there's a, there's no like one model that fits everybody. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. Every teacher's different. Every leader's different. And everybody learns differently. And um, everybody also like is in different cultures. Um, but I mean, the, the, the basics of it is people are being taught the, the scriptures. People are being taught the Bible. They're being taught how to read it. Um, and so, I mean, whatever, how, however, it looks for for you as somebody who is teaching and is looking to lead other young men or other young women um like go and do that um it doesn't i mean it can be through it can be through small groups it can be it can be through a bible study um it can just be f uh finding somebody who is actually receptive and wants to be poured into and getting together with them across the table on the couch or whatever, and just um, opening up the scriptures and walking them through it and um, helping them learn how to, to read it and how to understand it so that, the, so that that way they actually 
ultimately know who Jesus is. Yeah. They stop being afraid of the, the T word theology. Yeah. Stop being afraid of it. Stop hating it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's ultimately like where it starts. Ask them questions. Let teach them learn how to think, uh, think critically. So that way, eventually they can get to the point where they can go and do the same stuff. So can I story time real quick? Story time. All right. Is that how the guy did it on the vine? Yeah. yeah, Story time. On the vine. So I was walking through some scriptures on pedo-baptism with a couple of ladies that uh, attend the church that we're members of. And we were walking through how to actually look at the scriptures and read the scriptures. And I kept catching myself go, don't tell them what to think. Don't tell them how to think about this but show them how to walk through it and come to a conclusion and then take that conclusion back to scripture. So you're taking the scripture, reading it, learning from it, and then basically applying it back to scripture for the answer. Yeah. And it's been a while since I've, I've been able to do that. And it's been, it was really cool. I got a little rusty about it, but I had to catch myself multiple times not to tell them like, all right, so here's what the scripture actually says. Here it is right here. Instead, going through and going, let's read it. What is it saying? Who are they saying it to? What are those people doing that it's applying to? And what does that mean? And it was actually really cool. So anyway, story time over. Nice. That's cool. That's awesome. But yeah, so yeah, to not be so afraid of that, that theology word. So do you think that ties into preaching at all? No. Not yeah. at all. You don't think a preacher teaching about it <laughs> applies to preaching? No, yeah. I think this is um, probably one of the ones that I think for a lot of people in our circles or who follow the podcast like to poke fun at, and typically rightfully so. Um, because like we see, like I think we've been seeing a model of church being multiplied and replicated for a couple decades now where you see that the the preachers are focusing on things that are clearly superficial um there's a focus on being entertaining um over uh teaching truth um you also see them being more uh focused sometimes and they quite often focus more so like on their style and their appearance than other things uh, you see there being an overly over over there's an overemphasis on lights and smoke and like all these things that you and I see memes about like all the time uh, on the internet. Um, there's um, which I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with topical preaching, um, but it, there's topical preaching instead of going through the books of the Bible. I would argue it's a time and place for both, but that's whatever. But there's just a topical preaching um, that ultimately ends up not really going really back to scripture a lot. Um, taking one verse out of context and making it mean what the, the, the pastor wants it to mean. Um, and so you like, you get a lot of, uh, you hear a lot of things about like how, well, it wasn't a sermon. It was more of a Ted talk. It wasn't a sermon. Uh, it was a uh, inspiring it's um it wasn't a sermon but like everybody's leaving feeling good and feeling energized and energetic um like you hear like all those things continuing to happen like over and uh over again which ultimately ends up being a different form of self-help 
And it ultimately ends up being a man-centered teaching instead of um, what should be uh, God-centered, which should be Christ-centered. So like, not only is it a fear of losing people, but it's also knowing that it works. And by works, what we mean is knowing that it does attract the masses, knowing that it does attract a, a whole lot of people. Um, and there's the idea that if that's happening, then it must be a good thing that it must mean that God is blessing it. And then it ultimately is just a, a good thing that's working that is God is behind. And so like that's, that's the idea is like, if it's working, then it must be good and we should uh, keep doing it. And just because it's working doesn't mean that it's actually is a good thing. Um, part of a pastor's job is to, is to preach truth, to equip the church. And also another thing that pastors are supposed to do is keep the, the wolves away. And so like, if you're not preaching um, like a God-centered theology, if you're not preaching a Christ-centered theology, then what you're doing is, is wrong. And um, it's not okay. Like it's, it's not acceptable, even if it is bringing in uh, a whole lot of people. And so like, especially like if the people you're bringing in don't know, uh, that's another huge issue is you're leading people astray. Um, and so I think that's the, those things play a part in it. But the whole butts and seats isn't good enough. Yeah, no, basically, yeah, exactly. I mean, that was one of the things that was repeated frequently during church planning is somehow we got to get butts and seats and it's like, okay, that's great. You went from five people to a hundred plus people, but if none of them know the truth of the gospel, what's the point? Yeah, then you like you basically you get you get to that point where you you stop being a church. So I guess kind of getting towards the end of this because you can only dissect this quote for so long. How do you think that reflects on how the church should look? Kind of the the local church model. So I think I touched on some of that earlier, um, but like you see. You continue to see more and more that um, the local church is being built around uh, entertainment and a consumeristic uh, mindset. Um, like you and I watched a video earlier about um, one of the biggest churches in the country uh, promoting a thing they call 30 seconds uh, theology, uh, which has something to do with the Super Bowl and commercials or something. And like, it's all about consumerism and like entertainment. If you come, there'll be food. If you come, there'll be games. If you come, there'll be like all these different activities. And like none of that like is about like what uh, the, the church, the church is. What is that quote that Estevan gave earlier on? It was like, what you want, what you win them with is what you keep them with. Yeah. Yeah. It's a paraphrase of a Spurgeon quote. Yeah. I mean that, that came to mind when yeah, you were saying that yeah. is if you're going to give them all these things, right. what keeps them. And I'm not exactly, I don't remember word for word of the Spurgeon quote, but it basically is if you, was well, if you win them with a the circus, you'll, you'll lose them. Yeah. Um, and so, cause you have to like, you have to keep outdoing yourself and eventually there comes a point where you can't, um, and so, like, you see, like, all of, like, the entertainment and the, the consumerism. Like, we made the – we were talking about, like, the the smoke and the lights, which a lot of people like to poke fun of, like, at all the time. 
Well, that joke was made last Sunday. Yeah. Because <laughs> we got a nice new pretty uh, stage to preach from and, and have worship from. See, and even some people will take issue with the use of the word stage. I'm not a fan of the word um, stage. I'm not even, and I don't, I'm not really sure what that's about. Maybe pulpit. We'll, uh, the pulpit's on stage. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but what else do you call it? Anyways, that's a derailment, but. And so, like, like I said, like, you get the whole smoke and lights thing that everybody makes fun of. Um, you get, like, the whole, like, well, we have to have, like, uh, the movie theater style chairs and all this other kind of stuff. And then it's, and it's always about like the stuff that we we're making fun of from the video earlier. Right. It becomes about the food. It becomes about the games. It becomes about like all these different kind of things. And like, again, like there's not a, a focus on, on Jesus. There's not a focus on uh, equipping the saints. Um, there's not a, like a focus on, uh like worship is not a focus on the sacraments there's not a focus on uh teaching like like i said earlier teaching equipping discipling uh there's not a focus on uh even like community like um what the the body of christ is how they're supposed to like um can like be a community together loving one another serving one another and those types of things and so but it's all about you and how you can have fun and how like you can have a good time and that's a that i'm obviously that's a problem and so like when all these things are trendy and when all these things are piling up and so like you we shouldn't be surprised that there are people who will call themselves christian uh who don't know who uh christ is uh because they basically have been lied to and led astray and brought into this thing that's called the church that doesn't do the things that the church is uh, supposed to do so you've come down to discipleship preaching and uh the the local church if you had to sum it up in one or two sentences to go from the modern church is producing passionate people filled with empty heads who love jesus to who love a jesus they don't know very well if you had to go from that to the modern church is producing passionate people filled with the holy spirit and a renewed mind how would you get from that point to that point, point A to point B in a couple of sentences? I don't, I mean, I don't know about like a couple sentences. Um, if you had a TikTok video's worth of time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know about like, like I said, a couple sentences. Um, but I mean, who your pastors are matters and what they do matters. And so their teaching actually matters. Um, opening up the scriptures and uh, teaching what the scriptures say, um, actually, like, that's, that's a big deal that matters. And so you, it's important to teach through, to teach verse by verse. It's important to teach through passages. It's important to not just cherry pick a verse and turn it into what you want it to mean. Um and it's also, I think it's important for pastors to be accessible to their, their people. Um, that is a part of like, that's how they, part of how they fulfill their role uh, in the church. And it helps actually build the community, which a church is. Um, I mean, taking part in communion together and teaching, but also not just taking part in, but actually teaching uh, like what it, what it means and what it's about. 
uh, that plays a role in it um, as well. And um, like not putting a like like this really weird, awkward, gimmicky emphasis on like uh, entertainment. That doesn't mean that like everything has to be like dry and dead. Um, that's not like what we're getting at, but like this weird, like awkward, like just cheesy, lame emphasis on like entertainment and gimmicky consumerism that we've already been kind of made fun of. Like you don't have, just because you don't do that doesn't mean everything has to be like dry and dead. Um, like going to like church should be, uh, be going to church and being a part of the church should be a positive uh, experience. Even when uh it's convicting it should that should still be a positive experience um like being there with other men and women and being happy to be there enjoying uh each other like that should be a good thing and there's an aspect of that 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 should be um fulfilling and um like just um actually being a community spending time together like getting to know each other sharing meals together um like laughing together like but also when necessary like um crying together um being the church in your in your life mm -hmm. um plays a, a role of that uh as well and in doing so talking about the God that you worship and love together voluntarily and eagerly that matters as well. Like, so I mean, there's, there's a lot. Um, yeah, like there's, there's a lot, but those are some of the things that just off the top of my head, I know we, uh, didn't cover everything like with what we were trying to like break down. And so I have no doubt that we left a lot of stuff out. And so if there's anything, whatever we did leave out, um, please, uh, feel free to take the liberty to comment um, below um, anything that you would like to anything you'd like to add to the conversation, and maybe even some uh, questions uh, that came up. Um, and maybe you even disagree with us. If you disagree with us, I mean, and we can definitely keep the conversation going um, throughout the week and for the rest of the life of this podcast. And maybe if you'd like to come on for an episode and continue the conversation, uh, let's do it. But for everybody watching and everybody listening, thanks for joining us. And um, if you enjoyed the video, um, y'all already know this isn't your first time on YouTube and Rumble and all that kind of stuff. Don't forget to like the video. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to click the bell. And as I've already made clear, don't forget to leave any questions and comments below. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up, lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.